Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Podcast Assemble, the show where you come for your rambling, geeky download. My name's Tommy, and I'm delighted, as always, to be joined by my friend and co-host from across the pond. It's our resident hot dog lover of the pod, DL. <laughs> I <laughs> forgot mate. about that part. The hot dogs. That was the only thing I was... Dude, I was... I didn't... Did I, oh, it's because I texted you about that. Not in my you notes. You me about I was looking... Dogs. I was like, fuck, I thought there was something else. But I do... You know what? It did make me but want got fucking hot dog. <laughs> yeah, and I'm too. on this like fucking kick where I'm not supposed to eat bad things. <laughs> and I was like, relish... On a hot dog right now with fucking bit of mustard, slay. a little bit of tea. Now I gotta go look at the notes that I sent you. Actually, I it's didn't pretty realize. funny. You were texting me, and I was like completely indisposed, and I was like, I, I literally can't text you about this right now. Yeah, how are you, mate? How you doing? Oh man, like I'm pretty good. Uh, this movie was it was a fun. Great. One. I I'm not gonna lie, I wasn't expecting this, but look, I'm a little you know I'm enjoying this pod as a moment of reprieve because I'm a bit overwhelmed with life, but. Well, I it's was always good to. Yeah, well, I was apprehensive about messaging you about doing this. So, for anyone, we're going to start prefacing these little bit up top just to let you uh, guys know. But we are doing a trilogy in the lead up to Halloween of unintentionally funny horror movies. And when I was messaging you about this, I was really apprehensive because you don't like it when I text to do dumb things. No, well, like, I guess, like, you know what it might be? I just don't like, I don't find movies made in the 80s that okay. are bad okay. as funny to watch okay and because okay. i'm like you don't have that nostalgia for it's it it's not even that it's the nostalgia it's like something about a more modern movie that was trying to be good that's just terrible is funnier to me than a movie that looks like it's old and i don't quite believe ever was gonna be like you know expected to be really really good and like polished whereas like a movie with mark Wahlberg made in 2008 <laughs> i'm like Okay, they wanted this to be something. And there's a lot of fun trivia about. And it's just like not. About the happening 2008, which we're going to be talking about a little bit later on. But I think top level, like saying unintentionally funny horror movies could be bad. But then I'll tell you what, it's fucking accurate. This stuff. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to save it. I'm going to save it for when we we actually get to talk about this movie because... Well, I had a lot, of, had more fun with this than you really should ever have with Same. an M Night Shyamalan movie. Um, hey guys, if you want to stick around and listen to us banner about our days, feel free. There are going to be time codes in the description. You can jump around. You can get to the main topic. We are gonna have a little chip and chop and change from our usual routine. We're not going to be talking about have you heard? We might, we might be expanding that into a, a separate thing of its own. We're not going to be doing it in the podcast right now. But keep sending us uh, your news that you see on Instagram or wherever you see it. Because we love it when you do. But those time codes will be, as always, prescribed by friend and podcast master of the pod, Mr. Matthew Bliss. Stick around. We will give you his details at the end of the show. DL. Yes. Mate, can I ask you a question? Of course you can. Before we get into this, I, I always like to ask you like the, the hard-hitting question. Yes, 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 yes. I can wait. If we were rating Mark Wahlberg on a scale of one to the amount of stars people should give this podcast, aka how Boston his accent is. How Boston would his accent be out of five? Full Southie, mate. <laughs> that was a bad accent, but like... That was terrible. I didn't, I didn't even, know even, you I didn't even try and do an accent, to be fair. So how do you say Southie? What is it? Bo- bo- what are they Donny Car. In the car. Yeah. In the car. Caps. It's like Martin Scorsese yeah. in the, when he's in fucking The Departed. <laughs> So five stars is what you're yeah, trying to say. Yeah, People should give five I'm the stars. guy that does my job. You must be the other guy. <laughs> yeah, five stars. If you're not giving us five stars, you're not doing your Get job. Get out of my face. You're not doing your job. <laughs> Fucking idiots. You need to keep this energy all the way through the I'm podcast. I'm not sure I can. 
<laughs> because I think Mikey lost his accent Tony? halfway through looking, th- looking at the wind. That is one line <laughs> where he goes, what? <laughs> I don't think I can ever quite get one. over the look on his that face. about like 12 times, <laughs> bro. <laughs> it's like, it's like more, more face close-ups to Marky Mark saying what than Frodo getting stabbed in the Lord of the Rings. Oh my days. Yeah. That is a lot. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like every other moment in the Lord of the Rings is like a close-up of Frodo's face as he gets uh. like, Hurt, stabbed, yeah, yeah, some kind yeah. of emotional trauma. Emotionally hurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah like, anyway. So, but guys, going back to the original question. Yeah, sorry. You can give us five stars in app. It's oh, right yeah, please, there please with your do. Spotify, with your Apple. Five stars, your, assholes. Five stars. Give yeah. us those five stars. That's, that's too, too Boston. And this is, in this is like, he's, he's high school teacher, Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, but you want it. Talks like this you with wanted, everything. You wanted five stars. The, you have the most Boston. <laughs> okay, right. Boston. So it's bad, good cop, bad cop over here. Yes. I like what we're going for. Please do, guys. We love it when you do. And if you know anyone who likes this type of thing, pass the pod to them. DL, have you passed the pod to anyone this week? Uh, yes, I totally did. Hundred <laughs> percent, I did. I remember when you passed I, it to your boss that one time. Your old boss. That was bad. Like, no, I can't. No, believe, I can't believe I did this. No, somebody like ratted me out that I had one. I was actively hiding it from my boss. <laughs> anyway, oh um, man, imagine imagine going back and him listening to the tapes and being like. Oh my oh, god! This probably just. Be like, I need to get rid of this guy. Guy has no talent. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that. What? What is that movie with uh, Adam Sandler where it's like we are all dumber for having listened to you, uh, Billy Madison? Oh, I've never. Watched You've Billy never Madison. seen Billy Madison? Nah. There's a really funny part where it's like it's like a montage of him giving this big speech, where you never hear really any of the full points. And at the end, the judge and it's like him doing a debate. And at the end, the judge just like looks at him and he's like, "That was complete nonsense." <laughs> We are all dumber for having heard it, and you fail completely. Or something. I'm gonna add this I to digress. one of our one of our many many anthologies. We do have an anthology which is movies from our childhood we'd like to go back to. So let's add it into that, shall we? It's uh, it's pretty crazy how like literally for twenty thirty years he's literally yeah. not changed any bit of the character since the late nineties. The same fucking guy. <laughs> it's maybe it's a maybe it's a multiverse, or maybe sorry, maybe it's like a, a universe. Imagine the Adam Sandler multiverse. Yeah, it's just like a universe of like this guy. His name changes, oh, but he keeps doing dumb shit. That would be great. It's like I just imagine him like that. Um, what's that Eddie Murphy where he's like the the clumps or whatever, and all sitting around the table. It's all Eddie Murphy, yeah. just eighty yard into different positions. I can imagine all of his characters, like little Nicky, the like the Water Boy. Yeah, like, like actually, <laughs> now I would never watch that movie. Oh my god! Wait, the Water Boy? No, like that movie where they're all just the, the oh, same. Oh, the clumps. God, help, no, I've never god seen it in the first place. I wouldn't. Um, would never go back to it. Did you? Did you see that Disney's like? There's a big debate happening. No. Like Bob Bob Iger. We always talk about how I lose money on Disney stock, and it keeps happening. Keeps happening because I keep buying. You, why do you keep? I'm buying? long, baby. It's gonna come back up at some point. Well, I'm just like lowering my cost basis, I think, but really, it just <laughs> keeps going down. So I'm. <laughs> <laughs> it's i am lowering my money literally just losing money it's uh, great but it'll y- come back up that's the that's my hypothesis okay all right good my long-term hypothesis uh bob Iger's come back and you know he was supposed to like turn it around and all that shit he hasn't really and you'll th- get there i mean like it's early but they've debated like they're like there's a big debate and a big push saying like we should we should like just become a gaming giant Oh, interesting. And I was kind of like thinking about it. I'm like, they're like, maybe we should make a big, like the big act. Cause he's Bob Iger is the acquisition guy. Yeah, yeah. Like maybe we should just acquire a studio and become like, instead mm. of being a big licensor, we just freaking roll these things out. Interesting. And they must make a ton of money off their licensing though. They probably do. And so the question becomes like, what, what's the benefit? Like, are you going to be able to just mm. release more high quality games faster if you own the whole process? Maybe. Interesting. But I think it's a good, 
It might be a good pivot. Bringing games out faster never helps. Never works. Well, I think more games faster. Not like... So you just have more in development at yes. one time. Interesting. Yes. But then and you yeah, get like, and like, you get like, well, think of all the IP you're more, have. you're, you're like, they're more accountable to you. Whereas like, yeah, they're like, eh, we'll get to it. And then they finally get to it and it's like, shit. Yeah. Think of all the IP they have. Star Wars. That's one. Other things. Marvel, Marvel. things. They could make movies. Movies, games. Things. D- Disney. Disney. Like, all the Pixar shit. That's all true. Yeah. Imagine. Imagine like a side story. actually not that many IP. Toy Story. Not that much IP <laughs> for video games. They have a lot. <laughs> I mean, like, I don't well, know. They were talking about the, they've got Prey 2 in development like this week. And I was like. Is that Disney? Well, do you remember? Yeah. Remember we watched Prey on Hulu? Yeah, I know it. But it's, it's Hulu. And that would make a great video game. True, actually. Like, right. you'd all love that, that type of thing. Stalking Menace. I mean, I'm not just explaining you, you here. you calling I'm... me Geppetto? <laughs> I'm Gepetto? calling you Geppetto. Yeah. Anyway, inside joke. Sorry, guys. Dion, um, what have you, you been up to this week, mate? What have you been uh, up to? What have you I've been watching the UFL files, and I'm not convinced. Ooh, wait. Let's go I back. I don't believe these fuckers. We talked about this last week, Encounters, right? Yes. So UFO what are you up to? I'm on the fucking second school in Welshland. That well, Welshland. Welshland. In Wales. In Wales, yes. Okay, good. Welshland in Wales. Welshland. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, they're just like, it's a, like, so I've, all these I've, schools, they're like, dude, these are fucking kids. We've only seen two episodes. And you know, last week you were talking about the one the where, yes. <laughs> so you weren't convinced. I was more convinced by them, by, by the kids who thought they'd seen an alien than by the dude who was like, it was a rumor. I made it up. He seemed, he was like a meth addict. He did He's seem, chewing his own face off. He did off. seem kind of cooked, but it's also like, well, maybe this is the guy that like would actually make some bullshit up as well. I mean, he absolutely would. Like, I was no no doubt yeah. in that. But at the same time, I feel like he's so cooked that he probably would have forgotten. Maybe. Also, also maybe he just like was paid to say the opposite. Or maybe he just said the opposite because he wanted to be a dick. Like, he looks like the kind of guy who would. Literally. 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 I saw nothing. I saw nothing. <laughs> I made it. Up. I made That's it all to get out of, uh, what do we call it? What is, what is it? What is it? The, the language yeah, that the we lang- speak. Yeah, yeah, the language class. I forgot no, the, but, it, but it is a uh, South African. Uh, this is fuck. not a bad accent from you. It is. You're bringing all the accents Literally, today. it is called uh, fuck Afrikaans. Anyway, um, point being. I thought he was quite compelling. Uh, Sorry, I thought he was just trying to get out of Africans yeah. class, Afrikaans class. I don't, yeah, I, I thought like. No, it wasn't Afrikaans. It was the Zimbabwe language, but I forget what it is. There, there is literally like a. A psychological effect whereby you can have a joint experience with people that never actually happened. It's like an actual thing. It's like diffusion. Of, it's not diffusion of responsibility, but it's something like that. I forget the name of it. It's going to really annoy me. But as in like you like. So you're all just full of shit. But, but it's like so like. So the reason why eyewitness testimonies don't aren't as reliable as you might think they are is because like your memory can change. You could you could say something exactly as it happened, like moments after. 10, 15, 20, a day, two days later, your memory can be manipulated and changed like through anything, through logic, through overthinking, through different things. So like maybe they just all made each other believe they saw something. I don't you know? believe like, they saw a fucking alien. I don't know. Not the way they explained it. it so like, none of that, of, none of that was like at all believable. What was, what's the alien movie Paul with uh, Simon Pegg and, and Nick Frost? I'm like, that dude didn't just hop out and was like, hey guys, <laughs> let's, eat, let's eat Doritos together. Yeah, and like, like, the well, like the Welsh hey guys. the Welsh one when they like all these movies are on in the 80s, like or whatever time period it was, or was it the 90s? I forget. Well, there was loads uh, around that time. Uh, yeah, it was like, it was, all, it was like 100% up. that's what's happened. Flight the Navigator. They just, they're can all you there. Just be, E.T. Can you just be bored and whales like at recess like of course you're gonna make some shit up 
Sorry, I've been cursing. Well, if I was being very British, I would say they'd be like shagging sheep because that's just how as Brits see the Welsh. Also very bored. (laughs) If your options are shag sheep or be bored, I would make up aliens too. (laughs) Like that's, those are the two options. How old are the kids in the Welsh one? Young. So like similar, like similar, similar yeah, like uh, unbelievable, like similarly young to the point where I do not find them credible. Interesting. Yeah. And what's the one in the middle? Because I've only seen, we've only seen two. Well, there's the first one that I actually did believe. Yeah, I believe the first yeah, one. That, as well. And that one sounded believable. It was like yeah. it was a UFO. It's not like there was a little green guy that hopped out. <laughs> well, they had like a legitimate like dude there who was like, yeah, I'm from like army bases, and yeah, this happens all the time. Well, I mean, this this Wales one apparently has something to do like with NASA. I don't I don't remember. Um, I haven't finished it, but I, th- that's the only one. There's another episode that I haven't seen. Anyway, you, that's what I've been up to. I'm not buying it. Up to season three, uh, episode three, then would you recommend so far? I mean, it's definitely like I would recommend it as like a intriguing, like humanity study. Interesting. Like, I don't know that I would recommend it as like, a, oh, like, is this going to convince you that aliens <laughs> visited? <laughs> but like, that's not necessarily why you watch it. You might be like kind of trying, like part of the fun is assessing, are these people full of shit? Yeah. Yeah. True. You know, like, isn't that a lot of fun? Like that's part of the fun. So I would say, yeah, I recommend it. Isn't that, that a lot of fun? I like. I mean, I do that with any documentary I watch, like the whole time I'm trying to find out who is the most full of shit the whole way through, mm. like regardless, everything mm. from like, um, they, they just released a second season of that, uh, Southern Murders thing. We talked about it ages ago. Murdoch. Yeah. The murder, the murder, murder, murder. That, that guy's just, that's a, just a drug, ad- drug addict trying that, to totally. get away with a murder. That's like, cause 100%. you're like, what is going on? And you're like, oh, he's just really that stupid. But then he he's gets, just a, he's just not he thinking dies clearly. at the end of it, if you remember. So like the next season must be looking at who killed him. He didn't, he doesn't die. The, yeah, he did. No, not the main guy. I you're think, talking about the, the son. No, I think the main guy. Oh, wait, no, sorry. Yeah, yeah you're right. I am t- talking about the son. Yeah, yeah. Who the, I mean, I mean the main, the kid, the main kid who was like fucked up all the time. But like, even with that, I'm like the whole way through, I'm like, who's full of shit here? But then the annoying thing with those. I think sh- that one was pretty clear. Yeah. <laughs> it was, I knew who was full of shit. Yeah, it yeah. was the main dude. <laughs> Yeah, everyone's remember, full of shit. Do you remember show. Icarus, the documentary? Did you see that? No, which was that? About the, uh, well, I don't want to spoil it if you haven't seen it. <laughs> Come on. That was part of the joke. Okay, all right. Because it's like, <laughs> good joke, who, who is full of shit in Icarus? It's about like the, uh, spoilers for Icarus. It's about the Winter Olympics at Russia just like lied the entire thing. Oh, about. yeah. It's like, yeah, who yeah. do you think was full of shit in that? It's like, well, Russia. <laughs> <laughs> Literally the entire thing's about how they were caught lying. Well, I've been doing a fun thing this week, DL. Let's switch on quickly from uh from from this nonsense. I've been reliving my youth in many ways, and there is a brand new season of Futurama coming out on Disney. Uh-huh. Now we talked about Disney IPs a moment ago. This is certainly one they could make an incredible game out of. I don't know what it is, but I've always just loved Futurama. Mm. There's something different about it. Like it's a bit like Family Guy to me. Like they're all very like similar in that way. Yeah. But, but but like you're right, Irreverent Futurama humor. has its own like kind of taste and flavor. I think I think the great thing about Futurama is that because it is set so far in the future, like you can do whatever you want. And like, how can you question it? You're just like, yeah, sure, there are mutants in the sewers. Like, why not? I think the best thing about Futurama is its name. Okay, why? Futurama. What a good name for a cartoon show about the future that's funny. The future. Yeah, it's perfectly adequate. It feels like uh, ripped straight from one of those schlocky yeah. nonsense TV shows from the eighties. That's why it's perfect. Yeah, it's it's fabulous. But the new season's great, man. Like, uh, it's it's. I think pretty much the entire cast has come back. It's like pitch perfect. Mm. The only thing that slightly upsets me about it is that the way the original series ended was so perfect. Now, I don't know if you remember the ending of the I original don't. series. Is. So what happens is effectively Fry and Leela get like keep saying frozen in time. Is. It's hard to say. <laughs> get frozen in time. 
Yes. And they live out their lives together to a, gr- uh, a ripe old age. They, you know, they do everything they've ever wanted to, to do together. And just as the episode's about to finish and you think they're going to, you know, like pass away or whatever, stuck here. The professor comes through a wormhole and has worked out how to stop everything being frozen in time. It's mm. just those two. Everything else is frozen. And the idea is that if they go with the professor through the wormhole, they'll forget everything that happened to them, but they'll go back to the beginning and relive it all again. Mm. So it's almost like it's the perfect way for a series to end and you be, you know, coerced into restarting the whole thing and carrying on watching all the way through. It's a mm. circular, it's like a perfect circle to the end of it. Ouroboros? Yeah, basically, li- literally. Yeah. Obi? It's the... Our boy Obi? The, your boy Obi. <laughs> oh, I was talking about Loki now. Yeah. No, it's, uh, it's literally that. And it's, it, it's a beautiful, really well thought out ending for a show that you'd never think would be that deep or sensitive. And then it just comes back and you're like, all right, I guess we're back then. <laughs> like, <laughs> sounds, like, sounds good. Love it. But like, I really, I still really like it. It's got all the same sensibilities. It sounds like you're excited to watch the season anyway, though. I am still excited. It's fun. Like, I'd always recommend going back and watching things that are rebootuationed. Rebooted? Yes. Rebooted? Rebootuationed? I don't know how we're talking mm-hmm. about this. It's just, just like restarted, really. It kind of restarted. Because it's like the same people, but. It, yeah, I mean, yeah. it was a perfect ending. Yeah. It's not a rebootuation. It's the same actors. It's the same. Everything's the same. What am I talking about? It's sort of restart. It's a restart it's a of new that season. universe. Yeah. I like it. It's a lot of fun. Have you ever so, watched it? I have, like on and off, never religiously. I always okay. like it, though, when I watch. It's kind of like South Park for me. Okay. Like, I don't Dip religiously watch South Park, but I do enjoy it when I watch. Yeah, no. It kind of just feels like this too big a, to conquer thing for me. Oh, interesting. You know what I mean? It's um, not, though. It's only like six full series. No, I didn't know that. That's that's fair. I guess like I, a couple of movies thrown in there as well at a series. Really? Yeah. Oh well, interesting. Good to know. Then I'll, I'll maybe I'll give it a go because you not barely need to watch the movies as well. They're like. But I have a more important question for you. Please, is Marvel back? Oh, good question. Like I have, I've enjoyed hating on Marvel. A Marvel thing is good. <laughs> a singular, singular, a singular property. Singular is good. Talking of Ouroboros. Yeah. Do we think that like Loki season one or season two episode one? was last week and we i think we could save to say we both liked it oh it was insane yeah it was really good i love what they're doing with the show go, you need guys it? go and check out my youtube video for podcast assemble on youtube all about how i believe loki is going to introduce the x-men i don't after watching this think i'm entirely right going back to my video <laughs> but it In could still prove me wrong it could still prove me wrong so do you think loki season one is gonna try and expand season two sorry season two is going to try and expand the lore or do you think they're going to keep it intimate yeah. the way they've been keeping it intimate I feel like because they have like kept it pretty intimate to the characters and their problem and like mm. you know like and that's part of the beauty of the show i think that it's like this beer you're like it's in like a different universe this like bureaucratic yeah. kind of yeah, like yeah. weird little with a bunch of characters that feel like not as important to the broader mcu but more real yeah does that make sense it does yeah like i, th- I think they're gonna make jonathan mage is more of a threat that's got to happen at some point uh we talked about the ramifications and he already is of the to- secret wars potentially last week what the (laughs) (laughs) wow Wow. it's early it's early it's early Uh, jonathan majors i I may have slipped up saying that i should have said kang the conqueror shouldn't i uh making kang the conqueror more of a threat than he already is (laughs) you know what do you know know the the thing i thought while i was watching this i I, I flicked it on and like i was so excited for it but then like my brain went oh hang on a minute everything marvel's been crap recently um why am i excited and my I level set my expectations back down to zero. And I was sitting watching it. I was going, why isn't everything Marvel this good? It's just good writing. Because it is so well written. It's good writing. Good characters. It's just like such better quality writing. 
And I don't understand how. And good acting and, you know, good. Yeah. How is this just like on its own, on like a little pedestal and everything else around it is just crumbling? It's a good question, but I think it ha- like, I don't know. You'd have to look at the writer's room. Is it the same people? I think people? they got the Rick and Morty writers in for it. <laughs> no, but I am curious. Is it the same people? Yeah. It's not, it can't be all yeah, the same is. writers as a lot all of the other. same writers. A lot of them, have, a lot of the writers from the first season have gone on to bigger and better things of Marvel. Some are still with Marvel and some have gone on to more exciting roles. Mm. But like, it's just so compelling. And I, I think we should do a full episode on it when we get the opportunity, when it's all wrapped up, because I still think this can have bigger ramifications for the MCU. I think it is in a pocket on its own, but like, as you see, all the branches are starting to like feed yeah. into different universes. When are they going to cross with the, whatever the current the X-Men? MCU one is and the X-Men one? And... I also think Tom, Tom Hiddleston is just like a really good lead. So he's like, so good. When you compare that lead to the other leads in these movies and these shows, like he's just way better. So like, well, why is it better? Cause he's better. He is better. And he's yeah. more compelling. Yeah. He's got like a charisma and, to him. And his arc is more compelling. Speaking, speaking yeah. of incredibly compelling mcu slash former mcu lead men i watched an incredibly fun thing recommendation for from friend of the show Riggs, who was on a couple of weeks ago he recommended that i watch kiss kiss bang bang uh, now my cue it's one of my long-standing in me too netflix in cue movie it had been sat there for so long uh, and i was like i need to watch this at some point it's and not like how is the licensing not expired for this and is it why isn't it on something else by now well that's, that's the what thought you think. i had that's yeah. what you think and i think i ended up paying like five dollars to rent it because i was like genuinely so keen to watch it it's really fun it's like so shane black now if you don't know what that means go and watch like iron man 3 go watch any of his other films like there's a voiceover there's cuts to like the like the flashbacks and flash forwards and it's like very 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 shane black but it's a lot of fun and it's very of its time i had uh it's it's um, 90s movie right I think it's late 90s, early 2000s. Robert mm. Downey Jr. is Val Kilner. Um, I don't actually remember who the female lead was. Bridge Big, big fun though. Do you know the, like, the general plot of it? Isn't it like, I, I did at some point, but I've forgotten. Is it like a spy or something? No, it's, it's this dumb setup. So Robert Downey Jr. is a petty, th- petty criminal. And he accidentally, while running away from the police, runs into an audition for a, for a, a role for a movie. And he gets taken out to Hollywood and he basically gets taken under the wing of this dude who is a, a private eye and investigator. And it's how this story unfolds around them. That's sort mm. of like within that circle I've been brought into, but also sort of bigger ramifications for Hollywood. It's fun. It's different. And I this was... bang bang. After yeah. He's taken for an actor. A New York thief is sent to Hollywood to train under a private eye. There you go. All the things. Potential movie role. It's great. I, I had a lot of fun with that. I highly recommend that going very, to very, very odd. A while ago, we were talking about doing buddy cop movies. And this isn't quite buddy cop movies. Close enough, though. It's very close. Yeah. It's got a lot of the sensibility of a buddy cop movie. I'll give you that. Have you got one last thing you've been up to, DL? Uh, UFOs, Loki. Honestly, I didn't do much watching this week. Okay, okay, okay. I'm trying to think what else. I got a couple more minutes of that uh, Beckham documentary, but I didn't, I didn't really make much progress there i think i'll probably end up um, talking about that next week the partner's yeah. really into it We've watched oh like really three episodes yeah i haven't gotten that far i, I honestly is. haven't even i think i've made it through one hooked um it depends though because i think you get into the story of like how they're doing in the it's a bit like the last dance so because he plays with teams that do insanely well like all the things in his personal life are sort of they are sort of juxtaposed by these amazing things that are happening in his like soccer life football mm-hmm. life so it's this really compelling like he's having this torrid time people hate him but the team are doing really well so like mm-hmm. how do people respond to him when he's doing so well 
it's it's interesting it's good yeah. and like he you know he's, he's david beckham he's like very charismatic he's just a really good looking bloke so like a lot of the time you're just like i see how you get away with all this stuff you know <laughs> like like but was he that controversial oh watch it yeah, it's yeah interesting there's some serious controversy about him so like i'm i'm not ruining it i don't know don't, I'm no it. don't ruin it but like i i know that he's a big star and well big, at the end of the first episode there was a huge moment in his footballing career that i haven't finished it then two full years of his life he was the most hated man in the uk oh wow like literally yeah but more hated than you, politicians but the uk man you guys turn on him yeah you know like, you they, turn on him quick flip bro and flop I, and, I and also the, the media is pretty gnarly out there man mm, like literally mm. killed like a princess and like, he's getting all this treatment. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the like, time before Instagram and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, and it's like, ooh, like brutal, brutal. Yeah, I wouldn't want it. Yeah, they're all these like it. really slimy like paparazzo for yeah, and they're interviewing him. Like, yeah, they're interviewing him on the show. Yeah, and like oh, these, this person ruined my life. And like, the, does David Beckham know that they're being interviewed? Surely, I, I mean, he must have like editorial rights. Maybe this. not. Surely. My question is: so we've seen three of the four episodes. Where is it going to end in his footballing career? because only four episodes long yes and i wouldn't be terribly surprised like this has got a lot of traction it's gone kind of viral people are talking about it like there's more more to come would they come back and do a second season of this the only thing that really annoys me is that the guy who's interviewing him is like this american dude and he has no idea about any of this stuff and he's like, oh my God. Yeah, he kind of ah. just like sounds really dumb and, and in the background. Yeah. You know what I mean, then there's not a lot of like insightful questions from him. Not in the slightest. Like, and he's like, he's, he's interviewing Victoria yeah. and wow, he's dumb in the nicest possible way. But you just think it would be useful to have someone who had any insight into the, the world that he was you what know, is it, involved uh, from, in. What is it from uh, Ted? lasso grim yeah from the independent oh yeah <laughs> like him trent trent grim from the independent oh Even very good interviewing oh, that, what, is he called trent grim i think it is trent, trent something trent something like with a g or he's a very good yeah. very good character in that yeah, show he's so good have you seen all of ted lasso no i never finished the last season interesting i should so you've only seen most of the first episode so are you not feeling it right now? Are you not? i'm just caught up in this like i don't really care that he's dating a spice girl like i can't get mm. past that part mm. I mean, it's interesting, but I'm also like, eh. it's going to flip to the sports bits. I want more sports. The yeah. interesting part of it is, is that she inadvertently affects some of the big sporting decisions that happen in episode two and then three. Okay. As in her being part of his life makes some people less Into interested. It. Yeah. Interested in having him as, yeah. You mean, you mean the coach? You'll see. <laughs> like, it seems fairly obvious. Well, no, well, you say that, but there's, there's other facts as well. It's, it's interesting. I think I, it's not stuff that I didn't know, but it's certainly an insight into little bits that I was like, oh, I, that's interesting. Yeah. And apparently they, they talk about the, the affair quotation marks as well. So, well, I've heard about that. I didn't know anything. I didn't, even, no. I didn't have any idea about that. But I've heard about it because I saw it on Instagram. Like, I just heard that she like meant, like she made a statement about it. And... Interesting. Well, the partner that was a bit. She was like, "Can't wait for that bit." And I was like, <laughs> "Can't wait for that bit." <laughs> I was like, "I can't wait to see him win the treble with Man United." And she's like, "I can't. I can't wait till he cheats on his wife." <laughs> I was like, Mate, like, Take a deep breath. <laughs> Jeez, Louise, yeah. man. All right. Last uh, last bit then from me. Yeah. What do you got? Last bit from me then is so I have been working on a labor of love for a little while. And I've just released it on YouTube. It's a video which I have aptly named. The, the moment that almost flatlined Scrubs. And to do that, I've dived headfirst back into a few of my all-time favorite Scrubs episodes. Yeah. Series. I've been 
building up for a little while now. I, I used to watch Scrubs minimum like all the way through once a year. Wow. Minimum. Big, big fan. Super, uber fan. Used to love it. And super I'm, fan. I'm, it's Flying a, Eagle fan. Flying <laughs> Flying Eagles. Yeah. It's about 10 years since I've actually watched it. Okay. So we're at the point now where we're coming to the end of Friends again and I'm like, we are going to do this. So I've been, I've been prepping myself. So mm. a lot of the research that's gone into this video, please go and check it out. If you, if you're interested, um, I put a lot of time and effort into it. I really like the video and it's some, a bit of a labor of love. Okay. It's some people like, you know, Star Wars. Some people like Marvel. You're a big Turk. I like Scrubs. Yeah. <laughs> no, I do love those things too. But this is like, I think this is getting something out that I've been wanting to say for a little while. About Scrubs. About Scrubs. Did you ever watch the post Scrubs? What's the Season other? nine. I mentioned it a couple of times. Is, is, it a, is it still Scrubs? Do they call it Scrubs or do they call it something else? So I did a bit of research on this. Because there's like a couple characters in it, barely. Yeah. Like, so it's interesting. I do watch that season. So it's James finished, Franco's uh, brother. Yeah, uh, Donnie Franco. I actually, <laughs> I actually found him quite funny in it. Did you? I hated. I hate. I can't remember. I hate his face. I can't remember if it was really funny, but I did hate remember laughing at it. Okay. Yeah. It's not funny at all. Yeah. It's bad. So the interesting thing about that is, so the creator Bill Lawrence, he he's got get, a hot take there. I I, ha- I don't <laughs> he's hate. Got him. A, he's, he's got an opinion. <laughs> Uh, he created this amazing ending for season eight of Scrubs, which, you know, yeah, Scrubs that. up to season four was meteoric, fantastic show. Yeah. There, season five, well, season four, five, you'll see, watch my YouTube video, you understand why season four and five maybe mm. took a dip. But season six, seven, eight took massive, like, falls off, like, fell off the cliff completely. Oh, really? So there, there was a writer's strike around season seven. So yeah. that, that cut the season down from like 24 episodes to 11. There was this bunch of stuff in the background going on. So he crafts this beautiful, well thought out, emotional ending, which ends the show perfectly. And then the studio, then the the what the TV channel NBC goes, or we want another, we want another season. Yeah. So he says, "I'll do it if we can usher in a new set of uh, a new set of faces." Right. Yeah. So they go. Let's preface this as Scrubs and then hyphen Med School. So mm. as in, it is a new thing. It is not just another season of Scrubs, yeah. but the the whatever they are, the uh, the channel, whatever whichever one it is, said to them, the studio go, just going to be called Scrubs. <laughs> so just, it's just season nine of Scrubs is not actually season nine. So when Bill Lawrence is a director or credited on any of the episodes, that's he, Scrubs. He it's it comes up with his name and then underneath it says Med School. Only him though. So that's an interesting spicy take for that that's, final season. That's weird. So weird, right? Yeah. But um. It's an awful season of that show. It should never have happened. Like you get this I, there's moments. Ending. There's moments though that I did laugh. I remember. Maybe I just was like so young and was eager for more Scrubs. Yeah, sure. Because sure. I was a big Why Scrubs fan too. I don't think I ever watched it all the way through though. Oh, man. Like I think I like it. skipped a couple seasons, and then came back. And, you got to do it. Yeah, you got to do it. There's. I met Turk, whatever his real name is. You told me this. Yeah, Donald Fazer yeah. at a ball game. Yeah, at a ball game with a bunch of beers in his hand. Do you want to tell that story one more time? I just like I, I was I was like in the exclusive section of the Dodger uh, Stadium, Chavez coming back with a bunch of beers, and uh, like was like you know when you're like walking with a bunch of beers and you're a kid and you're like the, not a kid but like you were old, a kid old enough to drink but like you're like fuck don't spill it like you yeah, know what i mean like i have like now. two things and i'm like these are like 25 dollars each like they're so expensive there dude and i'm like walking walking out like look up and i'm about to run into someone and it's fucking turk <laughs> and i'm just like turk and he's like yeah like, <laughs> like that's not my name <laughs> but like he just he kind of gave me like the eyebrow like yeah <laughs> like are you that dumb dude <laughs> he's like move yeah like you're blocking my beers like i don't want you to spill the beer like brilliant. with your excitement brilliant and you never saw him again i could i 
I'm just glad I didn't try and do flying eagle and just drop the beer out of pure out of the beer habits. (laughs) Eagle! I would have definitely done that. That would have been maybe iconic, maybe expensive. Very expensive. Probably a little bit of column A and B. Little column A, little column B. All right, guys, what we like to do now is we like to skip on to our main topic. So, DL. It's the main topic theme. Do you want to preface our main topic? This week, as Tommy said, we are doing a lead up to Halloween with what unintentionally funny horror movies. Yeah, that's right. Right. That's the and and like to be fair, it's a like, trilogy. It is a trilogy. And you texted you texted me this and I was like, oh sure, that sounds good. And when I hear unintentionally funny, I mean like, oh, it's just gonna be so like I, I guess like what I thought was gonna be just like overtly um bloody or just like bad special effects. We'll come to some of those. I'm sure there will be some. <laughs> But this, my friends, was a gem. Yeah, it's because it's like uh, it, we're, we we watched the happening. I wanted to call. It, I almost called it the happening. The happening, two thousand eight. Yeah, and it's almost as if they realized this was a bad movie halfway through and decided let's actually try and be funny. There's some interesting. That does feel like what happened. There's some interesting trivia about this from like, M Night Shyamalan, who's like, we tried to make a schlocky beam beam great movie, right? And no, you didn't. No one intends no. to go especially out especially not go. him when he has it all the budget. Especially as well. not him. He's With the most Mark seriously Wahlberg. like Come big on. twist kind of guy. Come like on. by the way, when it when it the credits rolled and it said M Shamanon, <laughs> I was like, "What? This is him?" Yeah, I had yeah. no idea. Yeah. So when it when it came up, like I like spit my water out and like laughed. Like I was like, "Oh, that makes it even really? better because it's like he's the most like." I'm the big twist guy. I'm a serious movie guy. Like so, so the fact that he made this movie, it was like both confusing but also awesome. Yeah. Somewhere there there is like a Venn diagram there of like confusing and awesome that this movie sits right in. Yes. We're gonna be going full spoilers, guys. We'll talk through the movie, we'll talk a little bit about different parts of it, but before we get into it, do you wanna you want a stupid plot summary for this? Gotcha, man. I have a, I have two, but I'll I'll keep it to the what? first one. Best comedy of two. Wait, wait, how does my how how does it say? <laughs> what? 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 <laughs> Boston Axe and I lost it. Go on. My dumb summary. Best comedy of 2008. <laughs> <laughs> it so is. And it, it, like, uh, only, like, for a movie that is supposed to be so serious and have such a serious message. I just don't know. I can't be- I can't tell if it was no. meant to be. Surely it was meant to be serious. I just like cannot. How can you put this hot dog guy in? <laughs> like how? You know, hot dogs get a bad rap. They got a cool shape. They got protein. You like hot dogs, don't you? How can you put that in and be like this, like in the, in the same breath, say this is meant to be like a horror drama series movie? Do, do you want mine? Yes. The least convincing high school teacher ever put on film yes, in an early audition for Ted, who talks to plastic plants. Like, yes, literally like, what more do you need from this? <laughs> the sheer amount of stuff in this movie that we're just supposed to be on board with that is just absolutely preposterous. Can I just like list a few? Utter just, nonsense. Just like, because we're doing full spoilers. Sure, yeah, go for it. That first of all, that like nature is unknowable when they literally explain what happened <laughs> right after. In the first, <laughs> in the first act of the movie. Yeah, like, well, it's also like they're trying to do this theme. Like it's unknowable. They figure it out right away. Within minutes. And then like at the end, they do another thing where they're like, well, what, how, why did it only happen here? It's like, well, nature's unknowable, except it was a chemical reaction to it. <laughs> like, well, what is it? And then choose. <laughs> and then it's choose like, to swim so that's one. Like, just like that we're supposed to believe that. What's the nonsense? The fact that Marky Mark is a science teacher at all. Oh, like, yeah. We're just supposed to accept this as believable. After uh, that terrible uh, first class uh, where he's just like, name things that 
don't make sense. What does he say? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It's like, what is this? Is not teaching. One of my favorite lines is when your, he's like, "Your nose is growing." Fuzzy. One of my favorite things is when he talks to like the kid and he's like, "Should be more interested in science, Jake. You know why? Because your face is perfect. Your face is perfect. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? Utter nonsense. And like, and then just like Zoe Deschanel's entire character. Like, I'm just not. I'm just supposed to believe she's. a You thing. mean that mannequin? That's yeah, in the movie. I'm just supposed to believe that's ah, a thing. Like, she just has the blankest face. Not to mention their odd relationship troubles, where he just like a superfluous bottle of soap. What does he say? But like, why? I don't. Let, can we? Can we? Uh, one minute before we get there, let me just quickly say to you. Listen to this. We're talking about M. Night Shyamalan. Listen yes. to this, right? This is coming off the back. And like, it, it's going to get a little wavy towards the end, but this is coming off the back of The Sixth Sense, Unbreakable, Signs, The Village, all pretty good movies. Admittedly, then he went for Lady in Water. But like that, like... Never saw that. That's pretty... Five pretty solid movies leading into I would say, I would say like the back half of those are like not bad, not as good as his highs, <laughs> but not bad. Do you know what's funny about I this I never movie? watched... What was the one, the last one that you said? Uh, I've never seen Lady village? in the Water. The, the village, is the village I've seen, but I forgot what the twist is. Uh, that it, it's, they like it's like a, yeah, it's like an Amish community, and they think they're living in the past, but they're actually in the present. They've just been uh, lied to. Yeah, what? Lied to? Lied to the whole time. Yeah, yeah correct. Um, interestingly about this, mm. I sat down to watch this, not realizing it was not realizing it was M Night Shyamalan. Shyamalan. But I thought this movie was the movie Signs. From when I, I I didn't read the the synopsis, and I thought I was sitting down to watch the movie Signs, and I kept waiting for the aliens to appear. Wait, 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 <laughs> they just wait, wait, never appeared. You'd never seen Signs? No, I so I've seen Signs, and I've seen this, but I got them confused in my head. The names switched over, so I was sat there waiting for the aliens to appear, and I was like, when the "What? Fuck, when the fuck are they going to get Bro, to the, the house?" The entire plot of the movie, <laughs> I know, is about signs and crops. <laughs> You're an idiot, dude. <laughs> What? I was like, oh, they're going out into the fields. Now they must start seeing the crop signs and stuff. No, Mel Gibson not. is nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean, dude? Isn't what's My his brain. name in that movie too? Uh, isn't uh, this... Joaquin Phoenix? Yeah, yeah isn't Joaquin is. in yeah, yeah. the son? That's such a underrated movie by the by such the way. Weird role is Dakota him. Fanning the daughter? I think she might be. Fuck, what a cast! Not well. This cast is is pretty interesting. So Mark Wahlberg comes in as Elliot. We've got Zoe Deschanel. As Alma, his as sort of wife. As Blair. She's half wife, half stuffed like That's animal. the other thing we're supposed to just like expect their relationship to be real. Like it's so weird what's Such going on. Bad We've got John yeah. Leguizamo. We can talk about him in a minute. Oh my God. I actually really liked Ashley Sanchez, who's the daughter, the Jess. Yeah, she's but, the only one that played it well. Straight. Well, the, t- the, the there's there's three other people I want to call out from this. And I, uh, we, we have, uh, sorry, two other people. We have Frank Collinson, who's a nursery owner, who's the hot dog guy. What an inspired choice he was! <laughs> like, if you're going for an intentional comedy, that that I choice just don't of person, know if they were, but right up there. But the what the actually good one was the Betty Buckley who played Mrs. Jones. Yeah, now, that she was, was creepy. We'll talk about her in a little yeah. bit because she was hella creepy. That was the only part I was actually scared. Yeah, the whole time. But do you, not you remember? Mean, you mean the 24 shots of grass blowing in the wind? <laughs> Didn't, didn't do it for you. <laughs> How many times do you have to see grass blowing in the wind and trees fluttering in a breeze in a gale before you're frightened, Tommy? I'll tell you how many for me. Twenty-five did, didn't do it. It's, Still not, a long, it's not a long movie either. Still, so they just fit loads of shots still, of like wind. I still wasn't freaked out by that. The scary wind. Um, look, this. I actually thought the movie started pretty strong. Like 
from the get-go. Shocking. I was like, well, I mean, considering how it went. I <laughs> oh, you mean the first scene? As in that very first I mean, it is first kind of scene. like weird. Yeah, 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 so like the first scene literally kicks off and there's this unexplained thing happening around this this lady who's sitting on a park bench, sat next to a friend, and a friend is sort of, you, it's kind and of this now, weird thing where she keeps like repeating herself yeah. and then she's like all blurry eyes. feels like she's having a stroke. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and, and everyone around them's kind of stopped and then yeah. start reversing a little bit and they're like, I keep, expecting to hit beep beep in the background <laughs> didn't come but like <laughs> that bit where she just pulls the chopstick whatever it is out of her hair and which just, can i just say was yeah you're right that that was probably that was the, high, the, the high point of the horror in the movie yeah, literally. <laughs> like, it's it all downhill from within that. the two minutes but no but like let's just like how e- like hairpins aren't that easy to stab through your throat i don't think so like uh, if so that's a deadly hairpin anyway that was a little side note appreciate um, that appreciate that insight dl uh, you know a lot can, about hairpins can i clearly. just say when i was when mark was talking about like bees where'd the bees go where did the bees go <laughs> like we're introduced you, to Wahlberg like, straight after this that which ruins the whole film because yes. he's a high school that, teacher a hundred percent that's the thing it's like this crazy tone set and then the next scene is i don't know what the bees are <laughs> Where did the beast go? About the beast, Jason. Where do you think the beast went? <laughs> Explain it. You like, should take an interest in science. Yeah, and he's like what? And he's just like maybe they died. He's like, but they disappeared. We'd see the bodies. Now, the, like the, it's just like all these terrible explanations for him. The problem with Mark Wahlberg is that he's the least believable high school teacher ever. Well, in that, in that's the way he played that. Yes, uh, not even that. Just it, generally, that was like a bad episode of the Joe Rogan podcast. Bro. <laughs> that was like a lot of people pretending to know a lot about something that they knew nothing about. One hundred percent. And at that point, I was wondering if Mark Wahlberg knew how to act. I was Dude, like, what same. is he? He, he, he went like full, here? full, like yeah. Weirdo. The other side of it was like, I was like, if I think I texted you this, I was like, if the punchline of this movie. As the bees was the bees came like back. are killing people like I'm gonna lose my shit. I was waiting for the bees to come back. The I, whole yeah, movie. I say, it was actually a good misdirection. Quite a good, interesting <laughs> misdirection. But like I thought this movie has some interesting ideas. But they, they kind of did tie to it because they're like, oh, you're fucking the environment. And that's actually what's killing the bees. There was like a loose link. Was the environment killing the bees? No, like we are killing the bees. So the environment fucking killing up us. the environment. So the environment's killing us. Like, well, that, that was well a, explained. That was no. I think it was a loose link. Yeah, I, really, I, my, I might be doing more for the movie. Yeah, then. you probably are. Stop adding to this. Doing some heavy lifting here <laughs> some some big big squats in fairness though there were some interesting ideas to it God and, like giving it giving it like it's due a little bit like the fact that the i know it's wind but the wind was evolving and like going after smaller and smaller groups and like the fact that it was like nature fighting back i kind of was into it for like a hot second until it just got so ridiculous i mean the concept is interesting the concept yeah i don't know That's that what I'm trying like, to get at. i don't know that it's like anything more than that like, I don't know how you make that a scary movie. By not making Mark Wahlberg talk to a plastic plant. <laughs> That's not how you make it. Or making it more about how, like, society crumbles and less about, like, the wind as a villain. Yeah, totally. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> it's when they're running across a field and the wind's know, following uh, them and you're like, no, they're going to kill me. And I'm always like, you can't outrun the wind. <laughs> like, like, it's not a thing. So, like, why are you running away <laughs> if you're just going to breathe more? I like you just like walk calmly and not breathe as much. I do like the idea that they all kind of went into like out of the cities because they thought it's in cities, it's a terrorist attack. <laughs> I'm really clutching at straws here. No, it's not. No, it's not even that. I just remember. Just remember the construction workers just prancing off the roof, <laughs> and the, and the fucking you know, Tony, the, Tony, the Tony, Steve. yeah, Dougie. 
like Dennis, like all these like white collar worker names one by one. And then he just looks up and just like realizes, wait, like something after the, after his six of his mates have died, he kind of thinks maybe I should look up Uh, and just sees like construction workers just prancing prancing off this like this roof construction. God in heaven. It's It's like, what is this one? I had so much fun with this. And like, the whole conceit around, you know, it's John Leguizamo uh, and, and Mark Wahlberg and, and Zoe Deschanel. They're all trying to get out of the cities. They're all trying to escape. They're all trying to get away from these things that are going on. I actually kind of like the idea and it's kind of realistic. It's what you do, right? <laughs> yes, that was, that's fair. You'd, you'd be, that, that, I'm trying to be good here. No, right? no, no, you're right. That is what you do. But can I ask you something? Please. Because that is what you do and they do that and that makes sense. Like, let's get to the, like, you know, in any kind of society's breaking Where is down, this, going? this is what you want. But, in a stressful situation like that, can I just ask you, can you imagine something like more frustrating and useless to have done? Zoe Deschanel? No, no. <laughs> in that situation where society is crumbling, it's something more unhelpful and annoying and frustrating than having someone shout at you math riddles oh my God. <laughs> to answer math riddles as you're, to trying, try and calm you as down. you're trying to survive. Yeah. An apocalyptic you know, event. Don't care, John. Like John, like I go. Oh my God! Like, what are we gonna do? I don't know. But this car is traveling <laughs> at sixty-five miles per hour. It left four hours ago. John and bought seven. And there's balance. about two people at the weight of eighty-five kgs in the car. Like, Brilliant. when will they arrive at the destination? You're like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, if someone started yelling at me, math riddles in a stressful situation, I would not respond like that woman and just randomly guess. I would punch him in the face. Uh, probably it'd be a lot easier. I'm not gonna lie to you. If you're like, shut. Oh god, I'm sorry. That's the most absurd thing I've ever seen. It's really bad. And uh, what's the square root of 2042? I don't know, but someone's shooting at me. Go away, (laughs) (laughs) dude. What? Imagine you're watching The Last of Us, and all of a sudden, like like, Joel's to Ellie is like, do your four times tables, clicking, and he's just like, what's infinity divisible by? I don't fucking know, dude. Shut up. Fucking care. I'm sorry, I just oh, found that funny, to be, son. No, I just found that to be so absurd. Like, well, why? I, why was that a thing he did? I, I, look, I can't tell you that, but I can tell you I got some serious like vibes from this. That like clearly M Night Shyamalan was trying to ape or have inspiration from movies such as like um, Birds, The Birds, one hundred percent. Things like the body invasion, the body snatchers. I felt all these things while I was watching it, but then you get this awful dialogue laid over the top of it and then all these weird like zoe deschanel staring at the camera moments and i'm just like how do you take this in any way seriously you can't mate you can't when when the guy when everyone agrees i can't get over it that what a good thing to do like i think that he even says sorry to harp on this he even says you know what helps me feel less stressed <laughs> john like was a math teacher by so, the way. he's a math teacher one of his that stress is then i just do math riddles. It's like, that is the most stressful thing When people thing ever. throw stats at you, you get less stressed. Do they? If you were to tell me no. I was 100% likely to die, I'm not going to feel less stressed. Anyway. But I uh, think this is like, this is like the pinnacle of 2000s movies, right? Like It's iconic. It's so, <laughs> I wouldn't go as far as iconic. It's iconic, dude. But like, how do you manage to fit like a schlocky B movie into the mid 2000s? It's almost like Anaconda. Like how this doesn't seem to work in this time. I mean, at least it's a bit, I don't know. Like it's, it's the funny part is like, it kind of like, it did feel like halfway through there. Like we need to like pivot to comedy. (laughs) Like when she did, when they're like, dude, they're in the field. 
and like they realize like their group is too big and the soldier's just like but far all is my friend <laughs> all right matt you're gonna have to cut that because i yelled like, the guy like, that's like leading them turns into like Forrest Gump, except like crazy. Oh, I mean, so crazy. He's, he, isn't he the guy from Succession? He is. I think he is the, yeah, guy, he from is the guy from Succession. Took a long time for him to get another role after that, yeah, didn't it? Yeah, I mean, anyway, he like they're in too big of a group, and when you're in a big group, like the thing starts to affect you, and like they're they're running away, and like suddenly he starts acting. It finds irrational. the big group. Yeah, it finds ha- him. It happens to find big. Yeah, groups. it happens. It literally happens. <laughs> You know, you know what I found the most off-putting in this was the time they kept trying to like offer like scientific explanations, and I was just sitting there and I was like, "Shut up, like, like no one, like no- Donnie, selling me off." I'm like, "No, it's bad." And like each, it was like multiple times throughout the movie they're trying to explain it, and it's far-fetched. And none of their questionable, none of their theories are even remotely like acceptable no. to even them no not even nonsense. to the viewer to them they both look at each other like no that can't be it i'm like why, why are you guys just spitballing right now like live people keep shutting him down then mark Wahlberg's like but what but what if yeah. the wind what if the wind's coming after us yeah then it's dawny the wind and she's like on. what do you think he's like i don't know i need time <laughs> yeah it's like it's such so that's the scene. nonsense no that's the scene where i was thinking so like he he goes crazy and the military guy guy has a gun and they start running away because he's acting a fool and like in the distance you hear like the gun going off and it's oh, obviously yeah. and she's screaming at it's it. it's yeah, obviously yeah. all of them like killing themselves s- kill, slowly picking up the gun and killing themselves because that's what this toxin does it makes you kill yourself have, well, we, it, have it, we even it, explained that no i think what the toxin does is it removes one of the chemicals in your brain which stops you hurting yourself no but not only stops you encourages you to hurt yourself well that's it because of that chemical has gone like people are encouraged to kill themselves off the back of that i guess anyway so like boom nonsense nonsense everyone science. picks up the gun and just round yeah. by round yeah, 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 yeah. and it's like you just hear this in the background like pew, pew, and it's supposed to be this serious moment but it's like comical because like it's just like interrupting their their conversation and she's like and it's just screaming at him and screaming. he's like, just give me a minute. I don't know what to do. And it's kind of just like, we got to go back. It, dude, it, this, it feels like a comedy because it's like, she's like saying things that are not real lines. Like, she's like, we can't just be uninvolved observers. I'm like, that sounds literally like, <laughs> that sounds like you, an AI wrote that. Or, or like you were doing it in like an improv class. Maybe. You know what I mean? Like it, it didn't feel like an actual written mate, line. Mate, she was so weird in this. this it was like, she was the reason I thought it was a videos, comedy. Yeah, there's compilation videos on YouTube of just like, zooming in on her in the background and she looks so lost she's just sort of like staring and like she's not even like so like she's meant to be looking at mark Wahlberg, who's giving advice or whatever and she's just sort of just aimlessly staring around it's the weirdest shit her reactions are genuinely like but like laughable and so is his dialogue with her yeah absolutely i'm talking about a completely superfluous <laughs> bottle of cough syrup sorry like i don't even know what to say that. like one of the points of the movie is that their marriage is kind of failing right and they're yes. sort of is they she won't, they're not to... willing to ex- accept it either kind of yes it feels but like. she's kind of pulling away and he's trying to make it work yes and between them they're both really awkward so none of it <laughs> seems to help john leguizamo love the guy aggressive lots, tactics. Lots of fun so aggressive aggressive tactics for no reason yeah, at like, all times don't you hold my daughter's hand unless you mean it it's like <laughs> bro if that's the way you feel, why did you give her your daughter He's during so an apocalypse, bro? All times, like, can we can we agree? I was pretty sure it was gonna be it was gonna come out that she'd cheated on him. I was sure that was gonna happen, and John Leguizamo knew that's why he was, you know, being weird around uh, Mark Wahlberg. And why he left his daughter with them? Precise. Well, no, 
the, the reason I thought it was going to be that was because I'm the way kidding. he was so rude to her the no, whole time. I understand, I understand. But then why leave your daughter with this person? But the way he dies, sorry to cut ahead here, like, beautiful. Not the way he dies, sorry, that's, that's a bit fucked up. But the way they, like, the car rams into the tree and that dude just flies out. I was like, <laughs> that, I was like, if you're talking about unintentional comedy, I was like, that is brilliant. I also thought it was funny that, like, the slit, like, in the fucking... Literally, like in there, what do they have? Oh, the what tiniest thing in there. They're like the a, a soft top yeah. Jeep, and the slit in the fabric is like, what did it? It's like, guys, like the air. The Jeep Cherokee, whatever it was. through the car. Like, there's multiple holes. Can we go back a little it's bit then? Fucking air. If we're talking space. about bad performances, can we just talk about an airlock just for a moment about yes. Frank Collinson, the nursery owner, who is the hot dog guy? I, what? Believable. What, what's going on with that guy? The guy likes I mean, you'd dog. want to take hot dogs with you, right? He likes that. I mean, they, pre- they preserve well. He explains the whole plot of the movie in that, like, first <laughs> act of this. Might be the tree. Like, they can, the, the trees. The trees. They can communicate. <laughs> <laughs> they can communicate with each other. Bushes talk to plants and plants talk to trees. <laughs> and trees talk to shrubbery. It's so weird. And so, like, it's so intense. Line, dude. The whole time. Does he die in it? We never get the closure to his story. No, we don't. Maybe I like to a, think he's alive. There should be a spin-off. I like to think he made it. He's just come back to his uh, He might have been one of those people, though, that got shot. Maybe he was. Was he with that yeah. group? Well, they were all together. That would be sad. But then I think they split up. I don't know if I how I feel about that. I wanted him to I kind of wanted him to survive. Yeah. So what they do is they go into fields, they split up, because they realize that this wind, <laughs> this toxin, <laughs> is coming after big groups of this humans. gale. Right. This is all in one day, by the way. Nothing. This isn't out of the realms of Yeah, and they keep like... Acting like they know it's going to end quickly, like no, very don't. early. They no, they're like these forever. things. No, they're like these things can happen quickly. They rise and they fall. They say that. Like <laughs> that Mark's was, like saying that, that was a great Mark. And I'm just like, what are you on about? Like, how would you know? Great question. He's a science teacher though. Yeah. So like, Donnie, tell me what to do. Yeah. I think as it sort of like it progresses, it slows down in lot in the sense of it's not in a big city, but also it gets kind of more intense. Because it feels like this thing is honing in on the main group. And it's kind of like, it gets real intense for a minute there. And I feel like this phenomenon kind of just keeps chugging along and keeps evolving and like chasing them down. I feel like the pacing actually really works quite well in this, annoyingly. <laughs> I, I loved this movie. Did you? <laughs> the pacing is great. This is going to be on Mount Rushmore this of movies. This is a great movie. The pacing was great. Well, I mean, it's like a, cla- it's like a classic horror trope, isn't it? Right? You're whittling down the characters. Yeah. The black the wind, dude goes first. Yeah. <laughs> the wind is taking them down one The by wind one. is taking them down. It did. It and really when they did. get to Mrs. Jones's house, which is a really big plot point in this. That was so weird. What was up with that girl? That woman? What was going on with her? She had issues. But what? She'd cut herself up from society. Had her husband died or something? I don't know. I think that, I guess that's part she of the reason doll? why it's so mysterious. Yeah. Do you reckon it's just a... We need a spin-off small about Small town, her. small person. That's what yeah. we need. Give yeah. me a spin-off about the Mrs. Jones spin-off. Small town, big problems. I don't know. Well, she was cut off from society. She didn't have a phone. Had no way of knowing what was going on. Her death scene, primo. Yeah. Just goes nuts. And... You knew that was coming as well. Yeah. Well, like, I window's thought, breaking. She's going to slam her head into the window. I, I thought she might be resistant to it somehow because she's been away from society for so long. I wasn't sure. But like, I just feel like, like that. the hermit antibody. Or she was like a cannibal or something weird. You know what I mean? Like, there's always one. <laughs> there's always one of them in these movies. She's like, <laughs> like just randomly throw that in. Just why not? Okay. Honestly, she had she gave cannibal vibes. She gave cannibal vibes. I'll give you that. Yeah. It was it was big, big vibes. 
As far I mean, as like, I've seen Kendall vibes, she gave him. In terms of like action then, like yeah. I feel like it does action quite subtly, this film. You know, like there's not a lot. A, I mean, honestly, that was the worst part of the movie. That Well, the action was mostly... What action? You mean like when they're running from the wind? <laughs> like, dude. I guess the Killing action... Themselves. Like when the car like slams into the... Well, the other thing I was thinking of, there is a scene slightly before that when Mark Wahlberg, Zoe Deschanel, and Jess, the, the kid, are with two other sort of teenage kids. I forgot kids. about that. Those idiot, the street rats, the street absolute rats. rascals. And they're so they go up to a house and they're try, so, ha, let me let me finish it. They go up to a house and they're trying to ask for help. They want some food. The kid, the dog is what getting. They're doing, yeah. And, but then the two kids, the two teenagers, just get real angry just out of get nowhere. Big time punks. And they just get big balls on them out of a, out of like nowhere and start like kicking the dog. Like losers, let us in. All this like shouting, and then like these guns just pop through and just like blow the shit out of them doesn't work out well for them not well at all there is one thing i wanted to mention about that scene and and you know these, these people are holed up in the house they're yeah. trying not to let other people in so they don't let the, the the wind in and stuff and mark Wahlberg does this fabulous thing of being like hey we're not crazy there's nothing wrong with this and then he just starts singing that fucking weird song we're perfectly normal one black water, keep on rolling. Out of nowhere. like singing some like 1930s slave oh tune. God, some Mississippi slave tune or some shit was like. So would, would be the fucking way to make them think, oh yeah, this guy's sound, of like, sound mind and heart. This guy's <laughs> like, not what, messed up. <laughs> like, not- we, got, we got to talk about it before we move on then. Before uh, we move off action. Let's talk about the famous lawnmower scene. Because this is actually famous in this movie. What if, oh, that was kind of gnarly, dude. It's just such nonsense. Like the So so what happens is the groups... <laughs> it's gruesome. They find this like made house. Like It's made for like show. It's one of those, right? Like yes. it's almost Indiana Jones. You know, it's almost fridging. And Mark Wahlberg's group find it first. They go in, they find there's no real food there. It's all plastic and made for show. They leave, but as they leave, the the bigger other group catches up to the house, but the wind, the happening, manages to catch up to them. Happens. And it's just so weird. What happens is this dude, he walks up to a lawnmower, (laughs) like a big, like, sit sit and ride one. Fills it up with gas. Flicks it on, takes his time, has a cigarette while he's doing it. And he, he, but like, he... Flicks it on and then it goes in a big circle and it's it just guesses, I, I assume, uh, by the trajectory and trigonomics. Yes. But it's, I mean, maths is a big part of this film, yes. obviously, and yes. so is science. And, that, and And it comes back around and he just sort of like lies down and puts one arm in the <laughs> And the thing just like chews him up and spits him out. And it's so unintentionally, it's played so straight. <laughs> And I'm just sitting there and I'm like giggling to myself, like, is there something wrong he with me? Just like flops. Yeah. He like <laughs> Well, it's just like he like like so business like. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he just walks up. That's why I made the joke like filled up with gas. Yeah. yeah. Check the safety, sharpened it a bit. <laughs> Fucking made sure, you know, like made it's sure that so uh, odd. Yeah. In like a is. funny way. And then uh, we we skipped on a little bit, but then they they get to the Mrs. Jones house and then the film effectively concludes with the fact that just like a one-off thing just lasts a day. Yeah. And I was like, I'm sat there going, this is an M, M-, M-, M- Night Shyamalan film. I'm like, what's the big twist going to be? I thought the bees were coming back. I thought, you know, I was waiting for the bees. I was still waiting for Mel Gibson to show yeah, up and dude. throw water on an alien. <laughs> Dude, I worked the, it out by this point. But the weirdest part about this movie is that they just like keep using this like expectation that like it's almost like they they want us to forget 
that we know the main thing is that the people killed themselves. Like every okay. time the punchline is, oh, they've killed themselves. Yeah, yeah. Like it's like they look up and it's a bunch of hanging bodies and they're like, oh no. <laughs> and then it's like she's on the phone with the daughter who's alone. She's like yeah, yeah, waiting yeah, yeah. for time. Like we know what's going to happen. She's going to kill herself. It's going to happen. And then it's like the same thing with Mrs. Jones. And it's like this psych, like the lead up. It's like, guys, this isn't surprising anymore. Kind of zombie-esque in a yeah, weird way. It's, it's like we like know what's vibes. coming here. Yeah. It's got a, like a bit of like 20, what is it, 28 days later. It's got a bit of that in there as well. It does have that vibe, but not the... Do you not think it was such a damp squib ending though? Like they're just outside and they're like, oh, I guess it stopped. And you're like, how do you know? Yeah, like, <laughs> like sure, maybe the wind like, just didn't get you that There's multiple moments that the yeah. wind wasn't getting you. Yeah, it's <laughs> like <laughs> you were running through the grass and the wind wasn't getting you. Maybe it's just not getting you now. But, but I think that's the funny part. It's just so like uh, convenient when they want, you know, like this, it's, it's so con- convenient. It's so convenient as an enemy. Like, oh, I guess so the plot needs to go here. So now it, you know, what. Talk talk to a little bit then. Like, do you think there are any actual like themes in this movie or like tone? I don't know the tone is. It's supposed to be horror, but it's definitely not. I don't think there's a single theme in this movie. <laughs> Look, think about are. like what? No, what? There what, are what? Like, other than nature, environmental, other than, concerns, other than environmental, humanity's impact on it. Yes, that's it. Humanity's vulnerability. You know, our reliance on technology. It's all there. Reliance on technology. It's all there. Where is that? The fact that the lawnmower runs him over. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, the only thing is environmentalism like you'd be better pretty much it. it's pretty like, much yeah. that and we are pretty vulnerable like like if tomorrow like a, yeah, t- if a tomorrow tsunami some... just wiped came up we'd be screwed if tomorrow like some MacGuffin thing that can make me kill myself happens <laughs> yes <laughs> if tomorrow a fucking tsunami came I wouldn't just suddenly kill myself that's probably I would probably go to high ground Anakin well I, you say that but it didn't help those builders did it <laughs> I'm on Bellevue Hill bro <laughs> No, but it didn't help the builders on no, top no, of the building. It didn't help them. Ooh, yeah, you might be jumping off the balcony. Yes. All right. What we like to do now, guys, is we like to give you three best and three worst. Well, that is it's three reasons why you might want to watch this movie, and three reasons why you might not. If you haven't got to, the, if you got to this point and and don't think we're both going to say that unintentional humor, there's probably something wrong with you. You might, <laughs> you might be, you might be in the happening itself. But we normally do this um, spoiler free, wouldn't we? But as we've spoiled it, it doesn't really matter. DL. What are your three best and three worst? Uh, my three best. I'm doing it on the flight. Mark Wahlberg talking to a plastic plant. Ugh. Um, just in general, his his like appreciation for the fact that he, you know, he, his agent wanted him to do to a do drama horror, but he really wanted to do a comedy, and he persevered. <laughs> so I'm giving him that. He pushed through. Yeah, that's one. Two, just like the absurd tone. Yeah. Of this movie, just all over the place. Like. That, I guess that that's kind of piggybacking on two. Yeah. But uh, and then uh, three. What would it be, man? Well, just the unintentional humor. Sure, we've both got that. Yeah, for sure. The Truly unintentional is. humor. I mean, like all three of them are the same thing. I think like three. How tight it is. This is not mm. like a movie that's like. I don't think there was a lot of like fat, fat. Like how long is forever? It? How long is this movie? I'm gonna look now. Uh, I think it's like under two hours. Certainly under two hours. I'll tell you my way looking yeah. it up. I obviously had the unintentional humor. I actually quite thought, I thought the kid wasn't really annoying. I thought she was like pretty good. She yeah. acted like a real kid would in those situations. She was just scared. Yes. thought she was a good act- actor. And I thought the Mrs. Jones scenes were genuinely That's like a good point. quite scary. That's a good point. But it's the so bit shocking she, like, that it was the kid's hand. Yeah. It's just the buildup. It's bit, just shocking how, that it was scary though. The bit that shocked me about that was right. Like not, no one reacted to that stuff. Yeah. Like, so the, when you're introduced to Mrs. Jones, who is this cannibal vibe? 
And she's basically talking down to Mark Wahlberg, this dude who, he's a hunk, right? He's, he's jacked. He's a big bloke. He doesn't hurt people. That's not his personality. But like, she is literally tearing him a new one, someone she's never met before. And then she's like, oh, I guess I should invite him for supper. And if I was Mike Wahlberg, I'd be like, fuck you. I don't need your food, you bitch. Yeah. Like, why are you like this? Yeah. What? Who hurt you? And then, like, the, she's inside. Well, you do and, like, need your food because the wind is coming. Yeah. Well, the, yeah, well yeah. they have to get out of the wind. Yeah. But, like, the kid reaches over for, like, a cookie and she, like, slaps it. I liked that part. I liked it too. But if I'm Mark Wahlberg, I'm turning around to him going, bitch, like, you're old. I it, will snap your it's neck. Not, it's not her kid, though. His kid, though. They're kind of, like, sacked on with this kid. They don't really know. Surrogate. But, like, like I, they're not, like, the dad. Like, you know what I mean? I get that. But, like, yeah. surely you're looking after her. You've been, like, tasked by to, to keep her safe. I don't know. Maybe you're kind of like really annoyed with this guy throwing <laughs> math riddles at you and you're like, good riddance, bro. Maybe you're still trying to work it out. Maybe that's his whole character. He's trying to work that's out the math riddle. That's why he's so confused. <laughs> Dude, this movie is an hour and a half long. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect length for this film. What are your worst? Uh, my worst are the math riddle guy. Yeah. Uh, my worst are uh, the, the just like this absurdity of like saying the all, like really just telling us that all this stuff is unknowable and then just explaining all of it. <laughs> Every like time. just the contradictory. It's almost like mansplaining it at yes. you the whole time. Yes. It's like, you don't get this, but, but like, and you can't get this, yeah. but I'll tell you all about it. <laughs> You're not going to understand this, but I'll tell you anyway. Yeah. And then just like the amount of shots I had to watch of wind. Oh, I'm so many shots. Of yeah. wind. Like this is like, like it was as if I was like a arborist. Like, you know what I mean? Like I had to like, unbelievable. You know, watch trees in the wind well mine is uh I, mark mark Wahlberg and zoe deschanel's relationship is completely unbelievable terrible from the, the moment they're on screen together till the end of the film nothing is like even remotely realistic there's no chemistry it's just bad i guess like maybe that's good because that's what they were supposed to have no chemistry they're like <laughs> maybe they were both issues. trying to work maybe out the, the math point. problem the whole time <laughs> No, you know what I mean? Like, they, that was her point. Like, she just wasn't feeling it, you know? And, like, they had no chemistry and she made a mistake. Maybe. Who knows? Yeah, I'm giving him a lot. Again, a lot of heavy lifting here. There are so many shots of wind. Like, it's not scary. Like, you can't really not, see wind. You can't. And, like, it's like a monster is going to pop out. But they also tell you super early on. So you're, like, just watching for wind. You're like, <laughs> why the fuck am I sitting here watching for wind? Uh, and my last one was just the fact that, like, I don't, it, it doesn't know what it is. Like, it should just, they, they should have gone. Like, I, I know retrospectively, M. Night Shyamalan was like, this is a B movie. But like, they should have at the beginning gone, this is a B movie. Let's really lean into yeah. this. But it clearly tries to be, you know, more than it is. All right, we normally do this up top, but let's do this now, DL. As we're about to do our famous rating system, before we do, let's talk about yes. some real ratings. Can you guess for me the current IMDb score? For this nice. what do you think it was five I it just, is five. Just, five out of ten you're right it yeah. is okay well guess this time okay, sorry, can you guess for me the current rotten tomato score percentage 42 oh you're really generous to this it's 18 percent. 18 but i like it dude <laughs> you know when something's so bad it's good it's yeah, one that, of these... that is this yeah 100 and finally uh controversially can you guess for me the letterbox score out of five now we've been very clear that this is always 2.6 it's always no, it's always 3.5 it's 3. Always, sorry it's always 3.6 yeah. without fail so uh can you guess what the letterbox score is dude this is all fans yeah this is only yeah this is non-critics this yeah. is all four two out of five oh, i think you're enjoying I, I, this i'm high on real this movie, people. Dude. I'm high on it. <laughs> all right finally then what we do is we like to give our famous rating system we don't give a five out of ten we don't say four Donnies out of five Mark Wahlbergs. We don't say 12 Zoe Deschanel's looking off into the distance out of five. What we do is we do binary. Is this better or worse than the most average movie we know? Which is 
Aquaman 2018. This is so much worse than Aquaman 2018 that it's better. <laughs> you know, like it's come full circle. Yeah, it's like that it's so much better as well. Interesting. Like the, you know, what? OB. No. No, Donnie. <laughs> like it's did. so it's so it's just so bad I had to say worse. Really? Yeah. I had a oh, lot of man. fun. I think I'm having more fun in hindsight talking to you about it than I had oh, watching dude, it. Oh, dude, I loved it. I watched watching it, again it like yeah, in retrospect, those things are funny. But when you're actually in the moment, I was like, "What the hell?" Yeah, I, I would. I want to watch it tonight and make Gail watch it and just see what she makes of it. Yeah, you should absolutely <laughs> do that. She would hate it. I think she might like it. It's so bad. Her taste in movies is terrible. Interesting. Well, let me know. Feedback. Yeah, Feedback know. next week. So what we finally do now is, guys, we like to wrap up with a little bit of true or false trivia. What I do is I give Dre a piece of trivia, and he lets me know if he thinks it's true or if it's false. You know, true or false trivia makes sense, right? That's it. TL. <laughs> true or false. During pre-production, M. Night Shyamalan described the film as a paranoia movie based on the likes of Psycho. Is that true or is that false? From 1960. I never saw Psycho, so I can't tell you whether or not it's like that. But what I will say is true. It's not. It's false. <laughs> Movies from the 1960s, such as The Birds by Alfred Hitchcock. I went for I went for another Hitchcock film. Okay. Uh, and ironically, 1956 is The Invasion of the Body Snatchers. You I got those vibes. Yeah. I got those vibes when I was watching it. I thought it was really interesting. Um, true or false, Yeah. Bystander apathy is a real psychological phenomenon with a strong theoretical evidence base. True or is it false? I'm going to go against my better judgment and say false because I don't want that to be true. Actually true. Yeah. And that was what I was getting at before. It's yeah. a bit fucked up, but it's certainly interesting. I mean, like, uh, is it? Is it certainly interesting? There's there's other things as well, like uh, diffusion <laughs> of responsibility. Like if you're in a block, if you're in a palm block, right, and you can hear someone getting murdered outside, the likelihood is no one in that building is going to call the police because they think someone else will do it. It's absolutely baffling how people's brains work. Mm. I would call immediately, but like the likelihood is in like a general building, no one calls the police. Mm. Madness. All right, couple more. Yeah. True or false, yeah. The leading female character, Alma, of course, played fantastically by Zoe Deschanel, was written for actress Amy Adams. Is that true or is that false? Amy Adams? This is 2008? Yeah. Uh, false. It's actually true. Like, <laughs> she wasn't written for anyone. <laughs> she wasn't written at all, dude. <laughs> However, she rejected the role. Thank God. Imagine uh, having this on your CV. She could have brought some gravitas to it, but with a lot of I don't know. I think it would be funny if she was doing it. Finally, then, DL, the exact answer to Julian's math riddle. Oh, God. <laughs> Which with one? the average month having 30 days is $10,737,418.23. True, or is that false? Uh, 10,000. 10 million. I'm just naming a number instead okay. of true or false because that's what the lady did. It's true. <laughs> it's actually true. Julian actually got it wrong in a movie because it is a sum total of all the days, not just the average. So technically, Julian, fuck you and your maths questions. Well, it didn't work out for him. Call, <laughs> call and it did not work out at all. Oh, man, I had a real fun. I had a great time talking about this movie. I had less good time watching it, but a great time talking I had, about it. I had a movie. good time doing both. And really, we'd love to hear from you if you had a good time listening. Yeah. You know? Where can they find us? They can find us at Podcast Assemble on Instagram or the Podcast Assemble at gmail.com. So yeah, you can hit us up. Let us know what you think about the movie. Did you see it? Did you not see it? Send us weird news. We mm. love it when you do. DL's going to keep bringing weird news, even if we don't do a do specific best. news section. Best. But DL, before we wrap up, I'm going to ask you one last time. Yeah. How on a scale of one to five stars good do you think Mark Wahlberg's accent is? <laughs> Fuck, I got to go back. <laughs> 
Uh, five stars. Five stars. It's ten stars, actually. You should just hit us up with that five stars. We, we stars. would really appreciate it. And you can pass the pod on to your friends. Do you want to wrap up the pod? Of course I do, man. And if you really like this, you should be thanking not only Tommy, not only me, but a big thank you to Matthew Bliss for editing and mastering thank this you, Matt. episode. And if you'd like to hire someone to edit your podcast, head to matthewbliss.net and book a consultation today. And if you want to hear his work specifically targeted to those who are kind of expats, repats, you know, interested in travel. Or go if check you just out. want a good, wholesome podcast. Yeah. Or yeah. If you just want good vibes. Good vibes for your day. The best vibes. The best vibes. Uh, Why do we go Donald Trump? Go check out his podcast from my home to yours. It's, it's fucking wholesome, man. It's a beautiful podcast. It's really and he, beautiful. And him and his wife have a really great time making it. It's totally worth checking out. And if you guys want to know what the next part of our trilogy is, come back for next week because next we week. are doing another unintentionally funny horror movie. And there's two more to go. I'm so excited. Somehow I don't think it's going to beat the happening. I don't think it can beat the happening, but I will have a lot of fun talking to you about bloody, it. Bloody, bloody uh, gore. Is that what we're getting next week? We'll oh, see. you're going to find out. All right, all right. All right. Thanks and, for popping guy, guys. Until next time, guy. Tally ho. <laughs> Tally ho. Ladies, guys. Planning on stealing something? No, ma'am, we're not. Plan on murdering me in my sleep? What? No. What? No. What? 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 No. What? 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 No. Ma'am, we're not. What? No. What? 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 No. What? 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 No. What? 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 I hear you whispering. What? No. What? 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 No. What? 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 No. What? What? What?